Okay guys, today we're going to use this dough deck to um, do some of our plying. And um, we've got these quills that we've been spinning. We're going to go ahead and throw those on this lazy cake. And then ply them into a two-ply. Now I will show you that we just recently got our... Um, other hat finished the uh, oh wow this is expanding because of the water out here I don't know how long we'll be able to do this we'll see um, anyways we have been working on our crocheted beanie and we got that done now it took 270 or 225 yards of a two-plied fingering weight altogether to get this um, really nice heavy beanie that um, turned out good. And so what that comes out to since I was using three strands with a large hook was it was 75 uh, yards of yarn per ball, three balls knit simultaneously. And that's how we got our 225 yards and it uh, was right at about two ounces. So uh, I really like how that turned out, and uh, yeah. So uh, 75 yards is only like about one of these. Like these are already 75 yards. So if I apply these together, I've got one ball, and then I go, you know, another ball and another ball, and that gives me my whole hat. Like I'm not putting a whole bunch of yarn on a quill because I'm trying to keep those balls tight and individual. But I'm going to throw that inside really quick so that we can get started with our uh, plying that we want to do today. Because we are getting rain up above. Alright, so now what we got is we're going to start off running this through the brake bars. On that side, running this through the brake bars on this side so that we can put them together and start our twist. So this is just a normal dough deck, but it does have a uh, plying spindle installed so that we can have a whole bunch of... Um, fiber loaded up on here um, so that if we've got full spindles of the uh, stuff that we spun there's plenty of room on this plane spindle to load it and uh, this is an older plane spindle so it just has the normal size spinning pulley on it but uh, now I actually go with a large spinning pulley which gives better grip it doesn't give as high a uh, um, speed because the ratio is not as great but you're not really needing a lot of speed with um, plying because uh, you know you can manage speed uh, fine just treadling faster but uh, that added girth gives better grip to the belt um, to work against the uh, pull that you're adding by holding onto your yarn and um, so that wider spindle pulley really helps out with these larger quantities so that turns out really nice 
I do like my uh, great wheel for plying, but you can't beat this treadle just going and going and winding on. It's pretty fast. I like it. It's been nice uh, knitting and crocheting with a lot of this yarn we've been making. I'm getting quite a stockpile of products, which I like. As you can see, we've got snow here just within the last like four hours. Uh, it's really started falling and now it's kind of switched to a mist or a rain. So uh, we're probably going to lose it later today. It'll all melt away. But um, yeah, right now it's not bad. It's kind of nice out here. The only thing I don't like about being out in this damp, cold weather is uh, it's not great sitting on this metal seat once it's wet and freezing cold. But uh, as long as the wheels can handle the water, I don't mind being out like this. Um, now, normally with the wool, it would be a problem because you don't want your wool to get wet while you're drafting it and stuff. The nice thing about plying is that actually the wool that's getting wet you're pulling off and plying together and then the as it's unwinding the stuff that's under it is still dry so that's interesting that like i'm constantly spinning dry fiber even though like i'm getting water on the exterior of these quills that i'm spinning from because the interiors are covered by the stuff that i'm pulling off to spin So that is working out well, as long as my camera can handle the nice, nice water. This Lazy Kate sure makes things easy, and it's got room for four spindles at one time. Um, or not spindles, but four quills at one time. And then um, also the uh, dodec with that flying spindle just makes things so simple. And of course the flying spindle is easy to make. You just use a long, longer dowel rod, although the quill you put on it, you do want to remain under 11 inches because after you get it loaded up with all this plied yarn, you still want to be able to throw it on this uh, lazy kate so you can wind off onto your ball winder or onto your nitty knotty to count your yardage or just whatever.
Oh, got a snag here. When uh, there's this one quill here, then when I get to the end, mm, no, we broke it. So one quill there that when we get to the end, it's getting hung up. Something must have flustered it down on that end. Oh, now we've got it. It's falling into here. Gotten tangled up. That's not great. All right, so what we're going to do is come up to here where we broke off. We're going to find this end here that wasn't pulling well, and we're going to blend it in. Now, it was pretty over-twisted there, which isn't the reason it broke. It broke because I was pulling on it so hard. But I'll take that, add some twists just right here with the two ends that I overlapped. But then when I lay it with this other yarn and add the counter twist, that is permanently spliced where we do not have to worry about it coming loose or fraying while you're knitting. But I am still having issues with tangle. Now, this time though, it is not our fault because what has happened is one of the other quills that we are not spinning from fell over and got tangled up. That's not a big issue. We will just wind it back up, throw down the uh, Okay, now this is an issue. <laughs> this is a great day for it. All right, so we're going to pull this apart so that we can get this uh, excess out of there. And then we are good to go. That was eventful. And now we're back to normal. Um, yeah, so depending on how far, how long you store these quills... You can have stuff mess with them, uh, you know, when they're setting in whatever container you've got them setting in and stuff. And as the wool from like an outer layer is kind of mashed in or meshed in with the wool from an inner layer, you can run into problems when you go to pull them off. Now, it's nothing that's going to be a problem to solve. It's just you might need to take time if you hit a spot where it's gripping you just have to go down there and manually turn the quill it'll only take a couple seconds but then it'll get you back online again because it's not easy for something that was wound to like mix and match with other layers and there's no way for it to become knotted because the stuff on the inner layer is already held taut and the stuff on the outer layer is overlaid so um, it's not really something you have to concern yourself with. It's just that when you feel that pull on the uh, lazy cape because it's not letting up right away, um, you need to stop and then manually rotate that until it's better. But yeah, it's working good now. All right. Well, in the uh, event that our camera is not completely waterlogged. I'm going to go ahead and cut this a little early so that uh, we can maybe get it edited and not destroy the phone. But uh, I'm glad I got to show you the hat, the uh, single crocheted beanie, because we've been working on that a little bit. I actually even 
crocheted on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and um, I wanted to talk to you about the yardage and stuff, and it took 225 yards of a fingering weight, but of course, those were only 75-yard runs. I had three 75-yard runs, uh, so the actual length that I knitted was 75 yards in the entire hat. Um, it's just that there were three um, two-ply yarns that went 75 yards, so that was 225 yards altogether. So that was just like a normal skein of a fingering weight yarn, because a lot of yarn is sold in 200-yard um, runs. And uh, that made a really nice hat. I liked the way it turned out. So that's it for this week, and uh, yeah, hopefully... You're getting your plying done as well. <laughs> we'll see.